This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Monday, May 9th edition of the program. We have left-wing mobs gathering outside conservative Supreme Court justices' homes to terrify them into changing their opinion on Roe v. Wade because, as we've discussed, the left is the mob. They have no principles. They're dangerous crybabies. Uh, so we'll make sense of that situation to, to the degree that it is possible to do so. Plus, you have the baby formula shortage going on all over the country right now. Gosh, Biden's new normal with a stock market tanking, shortages, high gas prices, something we'll spend some time on. And then can we not please have mission creep toward all out war with Russia? I just I would really like us to avoid that. And I cannot trust this Biden administration to do even the simplest of things we will discuss. First, as you know, there was a whole movement Democrats led to leave our cops high and dry, to destroy officers' lives in some cases because they want to make some kind of point about social justice or whatever. Guess what? This is happening right now to some cops who were trying to defend that federal courthouse in Portland. That's why you need to help these men whose lives, their livelihoods hang in the balance right now. They could end up going bankrupt, losing their careers. The Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund is defending many officers believed to be wrongfully accused, including officers at that Antifa riot in Portland in 2020. You can help them right now for their legal defense. Your donation will help them stay out of prison 
and avoid being financially destroyed by bogus accusations from left-wing activists. Take a moment now and go to policedefense.org. Not only are they raising the funds necessary to get officers the best possible legal defense, they're helping keep the lights on, keep food on the table, keep a roof over their heads. Fundraising is crucial in these woke times. Please go to policedefense.org now. Consider contributing just $15 or more to Police Defense, the Police Defense Fund, at policedefense.org. So they're gathering outside of Kavanaugh's home. They're gathering outside of homes. Let me just first say, this is actually a crime in Virginia. Some of these Supreme Court justices do live in Virginia. You're not allowed to gather outside someone's private home and try to terrify them. And let's just understand this. Why gather outside a Supreme Court justice's house? Why not do it at the Supreme Court in front of the steps there? That's, you know, we have our nation's capital and the federal buildings within it. You want to protest peacefully there? First Amendment. God bless. Go for it. You want to hold up your evil signs about uh, sacrificing babies for convenience? You have a constitutional right to hold up those signs. Do it at the Supreme Court, or rather, in front of the Supreme Court, or do it at the U.S. Capitol. Do it on the streets of D.C., but at someone's house, at their home, their private home, where they have a wife or husband and children, this is meant to intimidate. We all know it's meant to intimidate. Here are protesters outside of Justice Kavanaugh's house. Imagine it's late at night and your wife is home, and this is what your wife and children are hearing. Now, let's be very clear. This is not going to change the mind of anybody. There is no way that this is a, meant to create a, an argument. This is not meant to persuade, I should say. This isn't, hey, I've got some ideas. I want to petition you to think more about this. Supreme Court justices, if they haven't thought about this issue a lot. This is nice house he got there. Look at how quickly we can get a mob around it. Be a shame if someone burned down your house or something happened to your family. That is the implication of these protests. That's the whole point. It is meant to be the sword of Damocles hanging over this decision of Roe v. Wade and the conservative justices who may get rid of it. It is meant to be a, a threat. And yet, just last week, the White House didn't feel the need to speak out about this the white house said there's a lot of passion then they had to change it because they realized oh crap that's that's really grotesque and so they had saki in one of her last acts as propaganda czar try to clean it up a bit Um, but understand that the left the left doesn't care they just want what they want they don't have principles it's very freeing it gives you a lot of leeway and latitude to not have principles. It's very freeing to not have principles. And that is where the left stands. They don't, they, whatever they need. It, it is about outcomes. It is about getting what they want. Here is uh, Laura Jarrett on CNN, who is defending this. This is on, you know, CNN defending the threat against justices from these idiot mobs outside their homes. I think for a lot of people, the, a conversation about civility feels 
like it misses the mark when constitutional rights that you believe that you had for over 50 years are about to be overturned. The justices have security. So far, all of the protests have seemed overwhelmingly nonviolent. There are plenty of protests that happen every single day in this country, around the country, at abortion clinics, blocking women from getting into clinics. And we don't cover those as if there's four mm-hmm. alarm fires. And so, yes, they're going to be protests in front of Kavanaugh's house because people are angry. And as long as they stay nonviolent, I think for most of the people who are watching it, you can understand wh- where they're coming from. Even if you may think politically it's not the right thing, you can understand sort of where, where that animated feeling is coming from. No, you actually can't understand it. She's disgusting for defending this behavior. It's grotesque. You know, people are upset. People are upset about a lot of things. People were upset about 50 years of bull crap. It's a constitutional right. No, it is not. We're not all morons. We don't all walk around just believing anything that the power apparatus of the DNC tells us. It's obviously not a constitutional right. We're not idiots. But the system betrayed us. But we obeyed the system as a matter of law and worked to change it from within the system. Now that the libs are on the precipice of losing their fake constitutional right, what are they doing? Oh, that's right. They're deciding right here, right now, maybe it's time for some threats against some justices. Maybe it's time for people to be a little worried about their safety. Notice how she also has to say, you know, overwhelmingly, mostly peaceful. Now, there have been plenty of, uh, there have been... There have been places where, uh, you know, windows have been smashed and threats have been made and death threats are going out. Oh, it's overwhelmingly peaceful. These left-wing pro-abortion activists are psychopaths, okay? They're psychos. The ones that are gathering together and shrieking and, I mean, I can't even tell you about some of the stuff they did over the weekend. Couldn't play the audio because it's so grotesque, so much profanity. There was some woman who was uh, dancing around screaming she wants to kill the babies at a church, uh, I believe it was in New York. Uh, going after Catholic services. And I got to say, for the Latino voters out there, I hope you're paying close attention to what a bunch of lunatics the Democrats are. The Latino voters out there, the, Demo- I mean, the Democrat Party has abandoned your core beliefs. The Democrat Party is all about indoctrinating your five-year-old to being trans and uh, shouting, your, shouting their abortions and celebrating abortions as though that's something that's not grotesque beyond words. The Republican Party welcomes... All of the Latino Americans we can possibly get. The more, the better. Please, come in. Come join us. Because, you know, the polls are showing that that's kind of happening right now, and it's great. I want as many Latinos. Of course, I want as many black Americans. I want as many Americans, period, across the board as possible to join us in the Republican Party on this mission to restore some sanity here in our politics. Uh, But the left has crappy arguments on this issue. They know it. That's why they're so they're, they're so shrill. And this is uh, this is fascinating. Bill Maher is I mean, I think it's honestly because he's so rich and been in the game so long and his audience is so loyal to him that he does feel like he can occasionally speak the truth to Democrats a little bit on some things. Don't go overboard here. This is not a guy who's, you know, he's still what, just screams about Republican racism all the time. We're also racist, all that stuff. Don't he's bad on the Second Amendment? He's bad on uh, uh, a lot. Well, actually, on crime issues, he's getting better. But on wokeness, he's right. And on this issue, this was interesting. He's like, I don't even know. These are people in public life who are influencing so many lives. He didn't realize the U.S. is more extreme on the issue of abortion than 
any country in Europe, think about that, then socialist, progressive, Western Europe, any country in Europe, the U.S. is more extreme. He just found this out, like, yesterday. I learned things this week, because this put it on the front page, that are pretty basic things that I did not know about abortion. Like, in Europe, the modern countries of Europe, way more restrictive than we are, or what they're even proposing. If you are pro-choice... You would like it a lot less in Germany and Italy and France and Spain and Switzerland. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I learned most people who are pro-life are women. Did not know that. Yes. Yes, it turns out moms in particular who have had babies and moms who have had babies and have not had prior abortions before having those babies uh, really care a lot about babies being protected as a function of law while they're in the womb. That's actually quite common. Yes. It is also the case that if the U.S. is heading toward the Handmaid's Tale, which is what they're all shouting about, well, is Europe all the Handmaid's Tale? Because they, I mean, the, the notion of an abortion past the first, look, I, I think abortion should not be a legal procedure with the exception of life of the mother, um, period. I mean, that's, that's if you're really holding a morally consistent stance, that is the only morally consistent stance. Uh, but... The notion of having an abortion beyond the first trimester, I mean, because people can say, you know, when you know they can start having this. Well, when does life begin? And there's there's a real discussion there, you know, fetal pain, fetal heartbeat. There's a real discussion. I mean, you know where I stand, but I'm just telling you, I get it. That's not beyond the pale to say. Well, hold on a second, we have to look at this issue. But beyond three months, I mean, really beyond six or eight weeks, but beyond the first uh, the first trimester. Uh, I'm sorry. It's, it's just, it's just brutish. It's just grotesque. It's obvious. Democrat Party is all in favor of it, in favor of it. And very few abortions as a percentage actually happen in the second and then the, even the third trimester, but they do. So why not make them illegal? If they're going to say it's so rare, which is, it's not so rare, but it's, you know, it's 8% of whatever the huge number of abortions are that are happening every year in this country. I think it's like a million. But that's, that's still a considerable number. But why not make it illegal? They don't even know. They don't even understand, honestly, the arguments to make in the first place because they've just been so they've been so brainwashed on this. I mean, for example, this notion of the Supreme Court justices lied and this is settled law. That's not how it works. This is like when they argue we won the popular vote. OK, that's nice. Irrelevant. That's not how it works. Here is Bill Maher, again, a lib, a pro-choice lib, but he's saying, guys, you got to stop with this, it was settled law thing. This whole bullshit argument about, well, it's settled law, so was segregation. Plessy versus Ferguson was settled law in 1896, and thank God somebody said, let's unsettle it. So it's not, that's a bullshit argument. It's what, it's what you think. If you, if you like, if you like babies, then you're broke life and if you like women you're pro-choice i like women so he's pro-choice understand this i mean that's last his last statement was kind of meant to be funny but not funny um but he is he is pro-choice but he understands these arguments that you're seeing people make are just idiotic you know make make the real argument the argument is that a a woman this is the left's real argument is that a woman should be able to abort a pregnancy just because she feels like it because it's inconvenient at any point during her pregnancy full stop because she because she wants to that's it that is that is the argument. I mean, they can talk about privacy, penumbras, 
you know, hidden rights in the constitutional ether or whatever, but it's not there. That's all just nonsense. Settled law, nonsense. Argue what they want. Abortion for any reason at any point during a pregnancy because we say so, because we want it, because the mob. That's it. That's the argument. And some on the left are figuring this out going, wow, that's a pretty immoral, obtuse argument to make. Yes. Yes, it is. Remember, the Mississippi law isn't a full-on abortion ban. It is a fetal heartbeat bill. When you can detect a fetal heartbeat, that's it. That's now a person. That person gets all protection of a human being. Now, a lot of the pro-life movement would say it should be protection before that, but saving as many lives as you can is saving as many lives as you can under the circumstances. So I understand uh, a more incremental approach. The left uses incrementalism all the time. But it's not an all-out abortion ban. It's a very reasonable bill based on anybody's reasonable interpretation of what would be uh, you know, some kind of middle ground in this whole process. We'll come back to just the Biden regime continuing to collapse in a second because that's always a fun topic of conversation. Look, if you run a small business, I want to ask you, who's running your HR? If the answer is you're going to figure it out yourself at some other point, oof, you could have big headaches coming your way. One employee can turn your world upside down. HR isn't about avoiding risk entirely as well. There's more stuff to it than just that. As a business leader, you want to do right by the people you employ. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours. You can automate the most important HR practices and get your own dedicated HR manager. Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies, your workplace training, and employee feedback. Then your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance. It's available by phone, email, or real-time chat. Because an in-house HR manager can cost you $80,000 a year, but with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month. That's it. No hidden fees. Cancel anytime. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now. That's B-A-M-B-E-E, Bambi.com slash buck for your free HR audit. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck, Bambi.com slash buck. Please do uh, go check it out. Biden administration's having a rough time here. You know who's not having a rough time? Fauci. People are giving him standing ovations. Uh, at, when he got an honorary doctor, I think, at University of Michigan, which is appalling they should take his actual doctor degree away but here you go the university of michigan proudly presents you the honorary degree doctor of science they're all cheering for by the authority of the state of michigan vested in the board of regents and by them delegated to me I mean, this is so this is so pathetic they're, they're cheering for fauci like a rock star do you realize that Fauci, who pushed for the lockdowns, all of the all of the uh, things that we're seeing right now in terms of inflation, the economy, the recession, was certainly made worse by the lockdowns and the spending and the Democrat, oh, stay home, two weeks to slow the spread, and then we'll do the checks. And you say, oh, Buck, but that was Trump. Some of it was Trump. Democrats extended it from being a two-week or two-month situation to a two-year situation. And Fauci pushed it the whole time. Trump administration, Biden administration. Fauci is the absolute worst. He is the reason in many ways that your gas prices are so high, the stock market is cratering, inflation is so high. The lockdown policy was atrocious. The decisions made, all this masking and all this can't travel and all this can't go anywhere because of the virus was appallingly stupid we received no benefit from this whatsoever they fired people for getting a shot that wouldn't have stopped them from spreading the virus to other people anyway every decision this guy made was awful they're giving him honorary doctorates well 
when you're a Biden administration, you better get your doctor quickly because with this catastrophic absurdity of Joe Biden as the commander in chief continuing to harm us in so many ways, people are going to figure it out soon. Better get that honorary degree, Fauci, before the people can vote in the midterms on the Democrat Party and the overall trajectory of the country because uh, there's a reckoning coming, my friends. More on this tomorrow and talk about Russia a bit in Ukraine. Shields high. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. Major Turnbull sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber. The complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel the Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.